Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective and a conspiracy theory coming up here in the next segment. (laughs) I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host. Wait, are you related to Antonio Brown? Uh, 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 What do they say? A a brother from a different mother? Okay, (laughs) all right. (laughs) It's so funny, that reminds me, I had a a picture of me and Jerry Rice, and uh, and I, I... posted it on facebook and i said yeah i'm the guy in the white t-shirt ah, there just, you in go. Case, just in case people couldn't tell us the different right. part all right uh, along with my co-host Vern glenn of cbs affiliate kpix tv in san francisco uh, at each commercial break we're going to ask a sports trivia question uh of course since football is uh has just started a couple of weeks ago it's we at the are, forefront baby we are going to talk football i have for some reason baseball even though i love baseball it hasn't been I haven't gotten into it as much. I gotta, I gotta wait. I guess to the to the playoffs. Well, that'll be around the corner. Yeah, yeah. We're about twenty uh, some odd games before uh, Wild Card Weekend, and then the big, the big October one. baseball. That's yep. it. And our uh, local Oakland A's team. Uh, Would you figure they have to do a little better than five hundred to be in the hunt for Wild Oakland Card? A's right now? They uh, they are a game out of the Wild Card lead. They trail Tampa by a single game. They're a game and a half ahead of Cleveland for the second wild card playoff position. They got 84 wins, and we talked to uh, Bob Melvin after the Tiger series who seemed to think that, boy, you're in American League. Man, if you got less than 95 wins, oof, could be tough. Yeah. So they they, they got to play about 500 ball with 19 games left. Sounds good. All right, uh, this segment of sports, and we'll we'll see if you can get your uh, your your uh, uh, World Series prediction. Uh, oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> I know it's early, but uh, all right. This segment of Sports Econ One Hundred and One is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding seven and a half percent. In fact, their last uh, distribution was close to eight percent. Eight percent. Eight percent. Interest rates going down. Their interest rates going up. You got to check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Stay with us. Sports Econ One Hundred and One. We'll be right back.
Attention Bay Area homeowners. Pacific Private Money has a loan program that can help you buy your next home right now. No need to wait to sell your existing home first. Our unique bridge loan lets you tap the equity in your current home to provide up to 100% financing on the home you wish to buy. We're friendly, fast, and ready to help you right now. Call us today for more information, 415-883-2150, or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Equal housing lender, licensed Cal DRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk, and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Mountain Mike's Pizza. You've heard our phrase, pizza the way it ought to be. But did you know that our famous pepperoni large pizza has over 100 pieces of pepperoni on it? Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily, never frozen. Having a party? We have a great room for parties and a video arcade with tickets and prizes for kids. Located at 2100 4th Street in San Rafael, you'll enjoy your pizza the way it ought to be. Call us at 415-454-4300. That's Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael. Hey. Hey, Bench. What are you doing? I'm rubbing my blue emu on. Were you ready to go fishing? Fishing? You said we were going fishing this morning. I have 10 Gold Glove Awards. Oh, here we go again. Johnny Bench doesn't go fishing. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Johnny Bench goes catching. Blue Emu supports healthy muscles and joints. Blue Emu, it works fast and you won't stink. Available at nationwide retailers and Amazon. Tap into the local food and beer scene at San Francisco's Urban Tavern, just steps from Union Square. Featuring a menu of locally inspired cuisine, Urban Tavern has the distinctive personality of a metropolitan gastropub. It's where the local food and beer scene is celebrated with seasonal menus and more than a dozen Bay Area craft beers on tap. Convenient to Union Square shopping and walking distance to the theaters, Urban Tavern is a great place to enjoy happy hour before a show. And get this, if you show your game ticket or wear your San Francisco team gear, you can enjoy a buy one get one free drink on game day be it baseball, football, or basketball. Of course, Urban Tavern will be showing the games live. Oh, and don't forget, during the holiday season, Urban Tavern is convenient to the ice rink and holiday shopping in Union Square. Make an evening of it with shopping, dinner, and a show. Find Urban Tavern on Open Table and the beer app untapped. You can also go to urbantavernsf.com. Dell Semi-Annual Sale is officially on. You now have the rare chance to get the latest Dell and Alienware computers with Intel Core processors at 17% off, a discount usually reserved just for Dell employees. Shop a wide selection of leading-edge Dell and Alienware monitors and more, all with free shipping. Call 800 by dell or go to dell.com slash semi-annual sale to enjoy huge limited-time employee savings. That's 800 by dell Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Vern Glenn. All right. Uh, of course, we got to start off talking about Antonio Brown. Ah, the New England Patriots own yes. Antonio Brown. And how about this, Edward? Right from the jump. I mean, as soon as the, the moment he, he joins the New England Patriots, already, already controversy. Because Tom Brady on his radio show was asked about him saying whether or not he really was going to invite Antonio Brown to stay with him yeah. at his house so they could bond and learn the playbook. And Brady said, I, I, I never said that publicly. So, so all, already there's, there, there's, there's, there, 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 there's Brown saying this and Tom Brady saying the other. That's, so, so, that's Tom Brady's town. Um, so Antonio Brown said that. Tony, he yeah, in, he goes, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to stay at TV's house and hey, he's invited <laughs> me in. And and uh, yeah, we're yeah, we're just going to, you know, learn that playbook and I'll be, get on board and 
be ready for week two and this, that, and the other. And then Brady, who has his weekly radio show of his own, was asked about it. He goes, well, I, I never said that publicly. Uh, <laughs> so either, so either I, it was talked about yeah. among Brown and maybe Brady's people through Drew Rosenhaus, who represents Antonio Brown, uh-huh. and uh, you know, just kind of you know, conference call, you know, talk, and then all of a sudden, you know, Brown just shoots off because he's he's all about self promotion, yeah. which which pretty much orchestrated his way out of Alameda. Amazing. <sighs> okay, so uh, there's all kinds of things going on here. Um, I, yeah, yeah, just throw it out, Edward, because I okay. I have been on this story. From the time he joined camp, I, I have I. Okay, let, let's uh, go back to the Steelers. Okay, right? so the Steelers they don't want him to go to a competing team like New England. Right. Okay. Right, but even before that, Edward, remember okay. he had fallen out of favor yep. with that franchise because he quit playing on him when they needed him most to win a game to make the playoffs. He he just didn't, oh, yeah. he didn't show up. So. So the Steelers were looking to deal him, but they didn't want to deal him to somebody in the in the AFs in, in, in their the division. Yeah, in the division. So okay. uh, so along come John Gruden, who's just in love with Antonio Brown. <laughs> I mean, just been in love with him. And and why not? Yeah. He gets on the field, he produces. He's uncoverable. He's arguably the best at his position. And John knew in rebuilding his team to get him ready for Vegas. Knew that boy. If he had a star like that making play, I mean that's that's worth two or three wins alone, just just on him getting open. And now, so, okay, so here let me let me throw in a little conspiracy here. Is it possible? Now, I, I hear I hear you say about Gruden loving Brown, but mm-hmm. is it possible that behind the scenes, New England and Oakland were kind of making this? Listen, he's just going to kind of pass through Oakland to get to New England. Well, I really can't. We we, we really can't comment on that based on any kind of facts because there are no facts that that yeah. actually okay. happened so right. but but everybody is entitled to their own opinions sure. or, and, and conspiracies how he exercised his way on out of there i do believe he wanted to be an oakland raider from his press conference on but somewhere along the line because he you know he's the one that said hey i'm going to come out i'm going to work out with with Derek carr yeah. Derek carr has worked out with him more than any other receiver ever in the off season, and so this was this was this was moving forward. I mean, this this, this was it. Thirty million dollar contract based on if he met certain certain like, incentives, like participating in eighty five percent of the off season training activity, stuff like that would, would, would kick in some of this, this this bonus money. Now we he never really reached any of those incentives, but. Yeah. But he, he was on board, and I truly believe that okay. from the jump. Now, for whatever for whatever reason, somehow Antonio Brown saw some sort of writing on the wall or whatever. We will never know. But somehow he became disenchanted with becoming an Oakland Raider. I do believe that. Yeah, what was the big thing with the um, general manager, you know, getting a bit of tiff with them? Here's the hierarchy of the Oakland Raiders. The director of football operations and personnel also happens to be the head coach. That's John Gruden. John went out and handpicked Mike Mayock as his general manager. And what Mike Mayock's duties are to handle the administrative duties in the day-to-day operations of the team. Helping with contracts. Helping with, 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 with quality control. That, 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 that was his... That was his 
responsibility. Okay. Right. But it was John to essentially go to the grocery store and buy the groceries because it's John that picked the picked the players and built the team. So so John, th- th- this was John's thing. Hey, I'm, I I lost Khalil Mack yeah. last year yeah. before he even played a down of football for me. I'm not going to let that happen again. I'm going to get Antonio Brown. So 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 this this was what he thought, and, and he and he built largely a, a lot of his playbook with Around Antonio him. Brown yeah. in mind, being a large part of the offense. That uh, that was etched in stone. But but then to Antonio Brown's own doing, and we will never know whether he was advised to do it, whether he, once he figured out, well, how am I going to get out of this? The but, acting but why would he want to get out of it? I mean, what, so something must have happened that made him want to get out of it. We, we, we may, don't, we, that, that we don't and you know, know what, Edward, okay. we, we may never, <laughs> so we may never, never know. So what's the relationship between Gruden and General and GM at this point? I don't think it was great yeah. toward the end of Antonio Brown's run, but I think now that they're past it, they, they have to make it work. Oh, and I think okay. and I think the working, whatever was fractured, will quickly be fixed because there's no okay. time to really kind of dwell on that, Edward. Yeah, I mean, they're in the business true. of winning football games. There's yeah. there's there's 16 games facing them at the time that we are recording this show. Yeah. So uh, th- there's no time to really dwell on personal feelings, this, that, and the other. You, you, you've got to... You, you, you've got to uh, grab the steering wheel and make sure the rudder is intact yeah. so you can go full steam men, ahead. Men, you have to act like men. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. Wow. So so anyway, so uh, and, and so back to Antonio Brown. So he started, he, he, he started, yeah, he, he missed a meeting. He missed a walkthrough. These are two cardinals that, even, that, 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 the, that, that the most seasoned veteran cannot do. You know you can't miss meetings. You know you can't miss walkthroughs. You know you can't have unexcused absences from practice. But Brown was doing all of these things. And these are, you know, maybe more so than any other sport, to capsulize the meeting of team, boy, you need a you need fifty three yeah. members of a football team oh, yeah, sure. to move forward. And, so and, we, and we don't know why happening. he missed those meetings. We don't know why. We don't we we, we, we don't know why. We, we don't know what his his motivations were for doing that, but the fact that he he broke a team rule, you break a team rule, you pay a fine. Yeah. Okay. If, so that's if you get paid. <laughs> how's he going? How's he going to pay the fine? Well, not how is he, but well, in it, theory, it, well, it, it comes out of your it comes out of your game check. It comes out Nobody of your deal. Nobody hasn't that, That's why it's kind of interesting. No, but, but he had but he had a signed contract. He did, he did it in March. Had a signed contract. Has he gotten paid yet? No. That's what I'm saying. Is that how? So he gets fined. Well, well, Edward, so where's the but, money going to come Edward, from? But yeah. Edward, his contract's yeah. void. That's what I'm saying. Because so he can find all he wants, and it's like he doesn't have to pay it if he never gets paid from them. Well, but, it, but now it, he's going it, after it. Them, it, w- it wouldn't matter. I mean, yeah. it, you're, it's all part of the NFL. No matter who you're playing for, the time you get fined, it's coming out. No matter who you play for, that that money is coming out. Ah, oh, okay. So even if it's a team fine, it's still going to come out of who? I mean, uh, of him getting when he goes to the Patriots. When he goes to the Patriots, and he's and he's and and as as of. Doing this show, he's signing today. Okay, he gets a nine million dollar signing bonus. Okay, and then the one year deal, he can earn up to fifteen million dollars. Yeah, but we're talking about almost fifty four thousand dollars in the initial fine. Yeah, and then there was another two hundred thousand dollars for conduct detrimental to the team, and that is what voided his thirty million dollar contract. 
when 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 yeah. when when Brown when Brown lost his bonus money, that voided the contract, and that was the language in the contract. Yeah. Now, what Brown is maybe going to go after the Raiders? That well, let's let's continue that when we get back. All right. Here's our first trivia question. In 1977, Bob Greasy was the first NFL player to wear what in a game? Mm. All right. Uh, email edward at sportsecom101.com. The answer to that question. In 1977, Bob Greasy, obviously the uh, Dolphins uh, quarterback, was the first NFL player to wear what in a game? All right. Stay with us. You're listening to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be right back. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. This is Mark Honf, co-host of The Best of Investing. Can you believe how long we've been living in this era of low interest rates? It's been for most of this decade. And when we were all expecting rates to go up this year, now we're finding out that low rates will likely continue through 2020. If you're among the rapidly growing segment of people entering retirement age, I'm sure you're concerned over the challenge of growing your retirement savings. And you're not alone. Pacific Private Money has a solution for those seeking ways to significantly boost yields you earn on your retirement savings. And we do it with safety and security features not found in traditional investments like stocks and mutual funds. For more information on how you can supercharge your retirement savings with annual yields of 7% or more, that's right, 7% or more, contact us at 415-883-2150 or visit us at pacificprivatemoney.com. Equal housing lender, licensed CalDRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. This station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy.
Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Vern Glenn. First trivia question had you a little stumped there, huh? Yeah. In, in 1977, yep. Bob Greasy was the first NFL player to wear what in a game? I'm going to guess a towel so we could wipe his hands before each snap. Oh, that, would have been, that would have been a good guess. It's not right, but I, I, I could see that. And it's funny because I don't remember him wearing this. Glasses. Well, now. He was the first NFL player to wow. wear glasses. And again, okay. I was thinking about, like, you know, Kareem wearing his goggles mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, I guess it was that sort of thing, probably getting poked in the eye. or Well, of course, no, I mean, he said, you know, they have those face shields. But, uh, you know, who, may, who knows? Maybe his eyesight was getting to the point where he actually needed to wear real well, when you well, well, when you you're playing the most important position in sports, period. You better have some pretty good eyesight because <laughs> you are throwing to a spot. You're not throwing to the receiver; you're just right. throwing to a spot where he's going. The be. receiver better be there. That's it. Um, so, continuing on with our our friend Antonio Brown, thank you for giving us a lot of fodder to uh, to talk about here. So, um, we don't know what his grievance was. Uh, we didn't. Well, we, we know we know the NFL grievance was over the helmet. So so he yeah. goes he goes after, goes after the NFL for that loses two arbitration cases about the helmet. But that had nothing to do with the Raiders, though. That had nothing to do with the yeah. Raiders. But then he got into it with Mike Mayock, who which about what though we that we don't know because when you get a fine from the team, the 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 the, the in house memorandum the in house you know it, yeah. it, it comes from the general manager. So oh. so the general manager is the one that delivered. The, the the letter of fine. Yeah, but who's the one? Who, okay, but it was Gruden, or right? Because he made the he missed the meetings. Or it's who's part, one? Of, it's 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 part it's it's part of your duties as general manager. That's, okay, that's just okay, one of his gotcha. duties to, to keep track of who who misses meetings, yeah. who misses games, who misses practices. Was it excused? Was it not excused? I mean, it, it, it's 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 a general manager that keeps track of that. And, and okay, and it's general manager that levies the fines. And with fifty three guys, do, do they come in with a roster? Everyone has to check it, check off if they've been there. Somehow, I mean, <laughs> so, somehow there's way. I mean, you, you, when when you when you attend these meetings, I mean, you know who's there and you know who isn't there. Yeah, I mean, especially because because like because, because, Brown, because, you, yeah. because you have position meetings too. That's, I mean, everybody yeah, everybody yeah, knows. Yeah. I mean, come on, there's no there's no. There's no getting out of this. You know, there's, there's, there's no teacher calling role. Hey, I mean, you, I was there. Yeah. I'm telling you, I was there. Yeah, you, you, know, <laughs> you were not there, yeah. Especially somebody like him. Yeah, exactly. I so, tell Brady not showing up. So, so, here, so here's, the, and here's the other thing. that he, he gets this memo. He gets this in-house memo that he's going to be fine. Yeah. Takes the memo and posts it on Instagram. So, so that's, that's like taking – can you imagine yeah. an employee – yeah, you know, he take, yeah, takes your yeah. takes your dirty laundry, goes public with it. Yeah. So so he he does that. So that makes the Raiders look bad. It makes Mike Mayock look bad, and and so Mayock approached him the next day. This is last. This was uh, the Wednesday before the whole dust up. And I don't know then, how and, bad it looks. May- Mayock looked bad. I mean, it's just hey, listen, you didn't do this, you're getting fined. No, it's just not that. It's just uh, even at CBS, it's CBS policy. If I get an intercompany email, yeah, I don't. You don't take that email and true. put it on Facebook. Yeah, no, or, that's, that's absolutely you know, true. I mean, that, that that's a viol- that's a company violation. Yeah, it's, con- it's confidential. Stuff. Yeah, exactly, yeah, private, exactly, private. exactly. So, so that I think that's I, th- I think that's one of the you know, one of the issues that Mayock had is hey man, you're. You're, you're taking our, you're taking our, 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 our confidential stuff, and you're, you 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 yeah. you put it on social media. What, 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 hey, what how the about hell? just taking the playbook and photocopying it? Yeah, and sending it yeah. Out why don't you do that? <laughs> so, so, so they 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 had they, they they had a very angry exchange, allegedly. Yeah. 
Brown picked up a ball and punted it and went, hey, find me for that. So so mm. so so after that, Mayock wanted to suspend him yeah. for, for insubordination, for, yeah. for, for conduct. But somehow the next day, Brown is not suspended, and there's John Gruden saying, hey, well, he's part of the team, and he's going to play Monday night against the Denver Broncos. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I guess I guess the principal came in and kind of uh, said, all right, that's – you know, it's it, it's it's over and yeah. done with. Yeah. So then, so then Brown finds out that just 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 when he thought, all right, I'm not going to be suspended, and and I'm back on the team. I'm going to play. Yeah. That's it. The, the the next thing that happens is he finds out he's being fined another two hundred thousand dollars for conduct detrimental to the team, which could have been the posting of the Instagram. Yeah. yeah, and so and so so by, just by that 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 would that would void out the remainder of his contract, losing that bonus money. Yeah, and so early Saturday morning, Brown took to Instagram again and asked for his release. Gotcha. A little bit after that, the Raiders release him. Three hours later, he signed with the New England Patriots. Three hours later, and that's amazing. Three hours later. Yeah. Well, about half the may, pay, may, but didn't sign. Or no way. How much did he get? Had, had, a, had an agreement in principle to join the New England Patriots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For half the pay. Yeah. For fifteen million, but he could potentially earn more with, with bonuses. But no, um, it's no 50, right? fifteen million is the is is the max. Oh, it is the max. Yeah. Okay. So 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 he got he got he got nine million for signing his name. Yeah. And so which and and then and then there are incentives that could reach as high as fifteen million dollars. So an extra six million. Yes. Okay. Um, and and now I'm just trying to think of like what what's Antonio Brown going to do when he gets to New England, and he kind of yeah maybe the same kind of antics. Ah, I'll miss this meeting. It won't be a big deal. Well, I mean, what, what one or two things is going to happen? Either a he's going to continue with his act, or b if if he does, um, he's out of there yeah. because yeah. because. The, the Patriots really don't need him. No, they I don't. I mean, you saw what they did to the Pittsburgh yeah, Steelers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and Pittsburgh's one of the – they're supposed to be one of the top-tier teams yeah. in the AFC, and the Patriots emasculated them. Yeah. In fact, on the Patriots' schedule, they have five, maybe six deemed to be top-tier teams. They face four of them at home, and then they just <laughs> and they just, and they just embarrass Pittsburgh. Wow. So, you know, it's funny because I'm, I'm thinking if I'm uh, – if let's say he messes up in New England, if I'm a coach on another team, I'm thinking I don't want this guy. No, I mean if you can't, if you if you if you if if you couldn't play for Gruden, and you can't play for Belichick, yeah. who in the hell can you play for? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're not going to respect anybody else. Uh, but we still don't know even why the Pittsburgh he... coach is a player's coach. Yeah, and he couldn't play for him either. Was he uh, upset? At Pittsburgh, what not getting enough balls thrown to him? Oh, what I'm sure. Was, I mean, that's every receiver. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Hey, you I know, want nine me, out of ten to come to me. Treat me like yeah. a man. Pay me this. Yeah. Pay me what? I, yeah, yeah. It, it was me, 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 me. Here's the funny yeah. thing: is that if 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 there was like this, you know, uh, specific thing. Okay, you got to throw nine out of ten balls to me, right? Everyone will just start focusing on you. You'll never catch anything. Well, you know? I mean, they they have these things called. Targeted now, it could yeah. be it, it could be it could be Roethlisberg maybe target him eight nine times a game, and maybe he caught five balls, and 
it's a receiver's mentality. I mean, there's 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 no. It's always the quarterback's fault. Yeah, it's never his fault. Either the ball was underthrown, or it was overthrown, or I ran the route that was called, and he and he threw it over there. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's funny. It's, for some reason, this reminds me because I'm thinking that you know if you if you have it specifically, okay, you have to throw the ball to me at least, you know, ninety percent of the time. Something ridiculous, right? Where where the defense will suddenly now start really focusing on you, and it'll change it completely. Back in the '70s, and this has to do with the stock market. There was a guy named uh, John. I'm trying to remember. I think it was John Greenville. Green Granville. Granville, not not football, but you know John Granville, I think it was his name, and this guy was phenomenal at calling the stock market. I mean, he was the man. Had newsletters going out, and I mean, everybody respected this guy. But the problem was, he suddenly became so popular that he could kind of move the market a little bit with whatever he stated, and that totally changed things completely. When he was kind of unknown, he was phenomenal. Once he had an impact on it, it kind of was sort of a circular argument type of thing. And then he, I I remember when the market was around, back then it was not even 800. And he said, yeah, this market's going to go to like 300. And that day it started shooting up and it never looked back. And he was out of business. Uh, you know, his newsletter just didn't do too well after that. Damn. So I'm just thinking the same sort of thing. It's like a rise and fall. Wow. Yeah, if Brown were to just kind of like say, hey, you know what, just throw to me whenever. He would show his... His talent better. How's this for a segue? Speaking of Brown, yeah. what happened to the Cleveland Browns? They were the sexy pick of everybody, yeah. and then they just got hammered by the Tennessee Titans. There were all kinds of surprises around the league. It was good to see the 49ers go on the road and win in an Eastern time zone for the first yeah. time since yeah. 2014. Yeah. It was nice to see... Arizona come back after being down by 16 points. Yeah, Kyler, Mr. Heisman, baby. Kyler, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that was great. He showed a lot of poise because in the beginning, how many interceptions did he throw? Like two? Yeah, two yeah, yeah. But, close, but a hell of a comeback. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Bills come back in overtime after mm-hmm. they were down. They went back that game against the Jets. Yeah. Uh, the, the Dallas Cowboys just kind of took the New York Giants and just kind of tore them up. I, 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 there were all kinds of interesting and then things all that these were guys happening. Getting thrown out, well, you know, yeah. that I had never seen an opening day where so many people had gotten thrown out. Thrown out, out. yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 there could be there could be some discipline problems going yeah. up against you know Cleveland because there was a lot of pressure for them to really shine because yeah. they have so many weapons and for them to employ like that all the penalties, yeah. the ejections, uh, boy. They, <laughs> Mm. Not good. No. Okay. Second trivia question. The football we're talking here. Who had the most rushing yards in the NFL for the 1980s? So the decade of the 80s. Take, That's what take, we're talking about. Take, take the decade of the 80s. Yep. And who, who was the man? Who was the man? Carrying who, the football. Yep. Which, which, which And obviously it's a running back. Running okay? back. So which running back had the most? That, that's a hint. So you know it's not a linebacker. Okay. <laughs> okay. Who had the who had the most rushing yards in the NFL for the 1980s? All right, stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back. Hi, 
Sports Econ 101 listeners, I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Have you wondered how the banks make all their money? Have you ever wanted to be on the bank side of the deal? At Pacific Private Money, our clients are doing just that. For over a decade, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments, earning returns of 7.5% or more secured by primarily Bay Area real estate at conservative values. As most baby boomers know, it's important to earn consistent, above-market returns on your savings and retirement accounts. Let's face it, most of us are not on track to achieve the level of retirement income we'll need to fund the lifestyle we want. High-yield alternative investment strategies like Pacific Private Money's mortgage-backed investments might be just the thing you need to boost the income in your retirement accounts. Annual yields of 7.5% and more are not uncommon using these simple strategies. Join the thousands of Bay Area residents who have learned one of the best-kept secrets in investing today. For more information, call us at 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Equal housing lender. License Cal DRE 01897444. All investments have inherent risk and your results may vary. The station does not guarantee nor endorse any investment strategy. Tap into the local food and beer scene at San Francisco's Urban Tavern, just steps from Union Square. Featuring a menu of locally inspired cuisine, Urban Tavern has the distinctive personality of a metropolitan gastropub. It's where the local food and beer scene is celebrated with seasonal menus and more than a dozen Bay Area craft beers on tap. Convenient to Union Square shopping and walking distance to the theaters, Urban Tavern is a great place to enjoy happy hour before a show. And get this, if you show your game ticket or wear your San Francisco team gear, you can enjoy a buy one get one free drink on game day, be it baseball, football, or basketball. Of course, Urban Tavern will be showing the games live. Oh, and don't forget, during the holiday season, Urban Tavern is convenient to the ice rink and holiday shopping in Union Square. Make an evening of it with shopping, dinner, and a show. Find Urban Tavern on Open Table and the beer app Untapped. You can also go to UrbanTavernSF.com. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Vern Glenn, and I got an interesting question. I see the ears yeah. burning on this one. Simple question. Who had the most rushing yards in the NFL for the 1980s? And I say simple. I, I mean, it's it's not like a trick question. It's just, no. You know, which running back? Yeah, you just got to think of uh, who, yeah. the dominant running backs in the in the 1980s. Actually, it's funny because we're, what was the first question about Bob Greasy? What was the answer? Wore glasses. I believe he wore glasses, too. Really? If I'm not mistaken. Oof. I'll have to get If I give you the team, you'll you'll get it. That's going to mess up my first. My, yeah. fir- my first well, guess was Barry Sanders. Yeah, that's what I would have thought too. Okay, so here here's a hint. This team uh, moved away and then came back. He played. He played for a team that moved and then came back. Came back to that same city. Yeah. Oh, Marcus Allen. No, no. 
Okay. We don't want to have too much dead air time. Not, so. ch- yeah, not Chuck Muncie. That was <laughs> no, too no, early. No. Wait, wait. He Glasses. played. Oh, that's. Right. I was thinking of the Bengals, but he played for the Browns, right? Chuck Muncie? Muncie with the, no, the, the Bengals, play, right? Chuck Muncie? Yeah. Oh, he, oh. Chuck Muncie, no, you know, no, he, no, played, he played for the Chargers. Oh, that's. God, what am I thinking of? I'm thinking of uh, Icky Woods. That's oh, Icky Woods. <laughs> the Icky Shuffle. The Icky Shuffle. Okay. I'm gonna, the glasses that threw me off. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he did. Okay. Oof. Uh, well, if I, I, I can't give you the. All right, give it to me. All right. He played for the Rams. Oh, Eric, Eric Dickerson? Dickerson. Didn't he play with glasses? He did. Yeah. He did. He did. Okay. Okay. See, Not his entire <laughs> career, but, but a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. Figured, you know, they went to St. Louis, then came back. That's right. All right. Okay. I've got an interesting little article here that I found in uh, Sports Illustrated. I thought it was kind of interesting here. It says, uh, a fine line. I'll just read this thing here. Okay. It says, offensive linemen who play for Army have it tougher than most college football players. They must navigate the rigors of service academy life and the intricacies of the triple option offense. Cadets must also meet weight and body fat standards in order to graduate, which put them at a size dif- disadvantage against nearly every uh, defensive lineman. I don't know. Ask the Michigan Wolverines if they thought that, uh, that they were at a disadvantage because Army almost won that game at Ann Arbor. At Ann Arbor. That's and they, and they won yeah. 11 games last year. Army's yeah, pretty yes, good. they did. But I thought it was kind of interesting because if you think about it, you know, you, you can't have these... Uh, you know, three hundred and fifty pound linemen. I mean, they won't. They they can't play for Army, right? Because they have to meet certain physical right. standards. Correct. So, yeah, I, I thought, yeah, I never, I never really thought about that. Thank you very much, Sports Illustrated. I just thought that was kind of an interesting article. Um, okay, right, let's talk a little baseball here. Okay, make let's your, do it. Make your prediction for the World Series. Well, well which I mean, two the, teams the, are I think the obvious pick is is, is Yankees Dodgers yeah. because they both lead their divisions and they're both blessed with pitching and they both. Have just 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 have the weapons to be able to go the distance. No Houston, flying fly the ointment could be Houston. Could be you know, and nobody's talking about the Minnesota Twins either. I mean, the yeah. Twins have been dominant all season long. I know they lost Pender for a sixty-game suspension. He got popped for for uh, you know, the PEDs. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but the, the 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 Twinkies they got they they they've hit more homers than anybody in the Major League Baseball. I mean yeah. they I mean the big old. Corn-fed boys <laughs> can, can can hit at the distance. Dark uh, horse, dark horse. St. Louis. St. Louis. They've yeah, been tearing yeah, it up. Yeah. Uh, Arizona, <laughs> come right in there. Boom! They've been tearing hey, it up. They might get that wild card. Hey, hey, Oakland A's. They get past the wild card. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, all, all you got, you know, it's all you got to do is get in the tournament, because True, there's a yeah. lot of times the best team doesn't win. Yeah. It's just who happens to be able to get a hot. Run, running into uh, that's that right. thing. Look at the 1954 New York Giants, right? They mm-hmm. were the underdogs, and they swept Cleveland for nothing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the Yankees, for all the money they have, I mean, they could have yeah. had, I mean, just, just on paper alone, they could have a lot more than the near 30 World Series titles that they have. I mean, if if, 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 if the best team money can buy doesn't always win because yeah. you you, you got to produce on the field. Well, I tell you, I, I can imagine the uh, – uh, the baseball media would love to see a Yankees Dodgers because that's you know such a they're two huge uh, fan base. Fox Sports would love to see yeah that's what Yankees yeah. The, oh yeah, yeah. absolutely you kidding the, me. The last time was was it eighty one when the Dodgers the last time Dodgers and Yankees met in the World Series yeah because I remember I remember the Reggie Jackson you know the, that they, was seventy seven seventy seven yeah yeah but eighty one. 
Who did the Dodgers beat? I can't try to remember now. Because they were the only team. Dodgers were the only team that won twice in the 1980s. It was very diverse. Interesting. Yeah, because they won in 1988 against the A's. Remember that? Um, but uh, it, I thought it was uh, the Yankees. Could be. We'll to, Could be. Wait, I'm, I'm looking it up. You're talking 38 years ago. Holy smokes. 1981. Wow. Yeah. My... Uh, it's my second year of college. Holy smokes. Yeah. That, <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because I'm two years older, and that's right. I was, I was graduating then. Yeah. Holy. 1981 World Series. Let's see here. So I'm wondering uh, who, who who just got fired recently. Dodgers beat the Yankees. Dodgers beat the Yankees. Yeah, that's right. Because the Yankees kept beating the Dodgers. I think Four like, games to two. Yeah. I think it was two years in a row, wasn't it? Seventy six. That World World Series MVP Ron Say, Pedro Guerrero, and Steve Yeager. Oh, that's right. They shared it. How about that? Yeah, the Penguin. <clears throat> the um, who's the general manager who just got fired? Or no, president of operations. Dombrowski, the president. Dombrowski. Yeah. After, after he a, a year after he builds the World Series champion and he's out. Now I've heard I've I've heard from from the the baseball insiders. That it's not a shock, because I guess there were grumblings because the Red Sox have just underachieved so much. I mean, they have just plummeted since winning yeah. the, the the whole darn thing. So, uh, so maybe, obviously, the powers to be felt like uh, a change needed to be made. But man, I I don't want to say poor Dombrowski because he's you know, walking out with a big giant check in his breast pocket. Sure, but but uh, but, but dang, that's the thing too. Is like you, you know, what point do you put it on management versus the players? You know, I mean, if you make trades that seem good, you know, but guys get hurt or something personal goes on in their life. You know, they they lose a, a sibling in a car accident. Or it's, something, like anything, something it's like anything else. A team <laughs> team underachieves. Who gets the Ziggy? The coach. You know, so coach doesn't take the snap. Coach doesn't throw the ball. Coach doesn't, yeah. uh, you know, coach doesn't throw the pitch. I mean, it's one know? thing if you're if you make mistakes where you're going. Why would they bunt on a situation like that? Right. Well, that sort of thing. Or why put in this pitcher who's always getting smoked against that guy? You but know? you know what? Just just like in the case of, of, of the Raiders, you know what, Edward? We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll never know the, the day-to-day personal things going on behind the curtain of, 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 of Red Sox Nation. Okay, we'll, you're, we'll never know. you're in the media. When do you get a chance to kind of go behind the scenes and go, hey, Hey, give me the real skinny. No, no. Doesn't happen. NFL's exec told me a long time ago, Vern, we will let you see and let you know what we want you to know. Which kind of makes sense because, you know, you got too much power, really, the press, so to speak. Sure. (laughs) Absolutely. But I don't see you wielding that power against them because you're just a nice guy. Hey, you give me what I want or I'm going to say this. Hey, I, I, I show up, I do my job, but I follow the rules. There you go. Have you ever gotten anybody angry at you? Mm. I'm trying to think of what, what what you would ever do that it would make anybody get angry. Frank at you. Robinson screamed at me because I called him coach instead of manager in an interview. But oh, I, man, I, I mean, I, that, I, those I, are fighting I, I, words. I was, so, I was so rattled that I, I just, <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm this I'm this cub reporter. It's like one of my yeah. first few days on the job. The Orioles had just made a managerial change. They yeah. they they fired Cal Ripken Sr. They right. bring in Frank Robinson, you know, larger than life guy, Hall of Fame. Just sure. it's Frank Robinson. Yeah. You know, and then here I am, this little Cub reporter in Baltimore, Maryland, 
asking for an interview. Oh, yeah, sure. Camera's rolling. I called him coach. And he said, uh, son, manager. So we get the camera. Was that how he said it? Yeah. But well, that's not so bad. But that was the first time, Edward. Oh. We get the cameras rolling again, and I called him coach again. Oh, God. This time he said, hey, I'm the manager. Yeah, I've I'm got like, co- oh, coaches yeah, who work okay. for me. Yeah. So, so we get the camera rolling again. Dang it, Edward. I called him coach again. A third and time? It, he went off on me oh, like so- Sam Kennison, the stand-up <laughs> comic, Rodney Dangerfield's back to school. Just, just he just unloaded on me, and he was right. I mean, I, I mean, I'm in a you know I'm in a you know, mid major mid major market, Baltimore. I'm yeah, you yeah, know I'm yeah, yeah. major league team. Sure. I'm, it's Frank Robinson. You know he he's the manager of yeah. the Baltimore. He's not the coach. Yeah, he's got he's the manager. Yeah, there's, a poke, there's a pitching coach and a defensive. So coach so I, I yeah. somehow I get through the interview, and then as I'm leaving the clubhouse. Uh-huh. I look back, our eyes meet, and he winked at me. Well, was going, not, I, I got mean... you, I got you, kid. <laughs> and and Edward, from that point on, uh-huh. I could never do any wrong in Frank Robinson's eyes. I spilled coffee on him. <laughs> I I just get and, and every time, every time he would just give me a look, and then it, it, but <laughs> but now I can imagine every time you saw him. Probably were shaking just a little bit. No, but I well, every, every time I did see him, yeah. he'd see me first and he'd go, "Oh no!" <laughs> he's the one who every, he's shaking every time. Oh, that is so funny. Every time, I will never forget that. And I and I and I reminded him of that. We laughed about it every time I saw him years after that because he he later went on to work in the front, the front office for for Major League Baseball. Oh, so yeah, yeah. so a lot of times he would. He would roam around and visit spring training camps and stuff like that. And so say, you, so you keep your see. distance. Yeah. You know that's yeah. <laughs> Great guy. Just Great for, guy. Just for fun, you should call him coach again. McClyman's <laughs> High School, Oakland, California. That's right. He's a local for us. Frank Robinson. Here, local. Yep. Uh, when's the last time you saw him? Oh, geez. Ugh. I probably saw him well, a handful of years ago, and it and it hurt me terribly when he when he. When he left us, he's uh, yeah. he's screaming at somebody up, uh, up 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 beyond the pearly gates. Somebody probably called him coach, not yeah. the manager. Yeah. But um, well, but yeah, he's yeah, just terrific. Um, I hope the coffee wasn't too hot when it spilled on him. Well, he, he well he had been thrown out of a game, <laughs> and so so it's after the game. We're in his office, and and usually, well, for for. And and this is Memorial Stadium, so this is not Camden Yards. Okay, this is Memorial Stadium, so it, it's 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 a it's it's an old stadium, and so the manager's office is it's very old, very very old, small, cramped. Yeah. So there's just one little desk, about about half the size of of the desk that you're sitting at really? now. <laughs> he's got a he's got a cup of coffee and a, little, and a white foam cup. Okay, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right in front of him. He sits down and he motions for us. Okay, he's ready to talk. And we and there's like, like like there's like 15 of us. We lean forward, and as we lean forward, my hand knocks the cup right in his lap. What was his reaction? He just looked at me, and he said, "Vern, go get me a towel out of the blank blank." I was like, oh, "Okay," and uh, gave him the towel. Kind of. At least he called you by name. Dapped, Not himself, just, dapped himself dry, and then he continued to explain. How we got tossed well, out was, of the game? That was uh, a lot of composure. Well, I, well, I, well I'm, I'm, I'm cleaning it up for econ. You know, no, no, yeah, I know. Oh, econ, gotcha. I, 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 I'm cleaning up the story. 
Well, that was, but that was, uh, that was, that was I mean, one of the good ones. And here I am thinking he was just like, Vern, would you be kind enough? No, to no, no, it was, no, it wasn't, no, it was. <laughs> I'm sorry for that. I can just imagine that. That's funny. Oh. That's funny. Okay. Um, here's our last trivia question. If I can get through this here. Um, which two Super Bowl teams played in the closest Super Bowl ever? And I, I think I know that. I think I know this one. Right? Okay. Clo- closest in terms of margin of victory? Yes. Okay. That's right. Okay, very good. All right, that's our trivia question. When we come back, Sports Econ 101 will have some closing comments. Stay with us. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. 
Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Vern Glenn. Last trivia question, which two Super Bowl teams played in the closest Super Bowl ever? I'm going to say Cowboys, Colts, Super Bowl 5, 15, 13 Colts on the strength no, of a Jim was, O'Brien field goal? No. Uh, actually, uh, the hint, it was decided by, this one was decided by one point. What, what, yeah, God, which would, one am I missing? Yeah. And and the thing is, th- this this one was the one that this team had the closest potential to win and they lost because the next three Super Bowls Oh was that the was that the Seahawks Patriots no, game the, no, no. The, the pick at the goal line? No 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 the the it was the uh, Giants Bills. Giants oh right? yeah. Giants oh, kicked the field goal beat the, the Bills goal. by one point. That's right. And after that the next three years the Bills just got clobbered. That's right. Every year. That's tough. Poor All right. <clears throat> yeah I know I kinda kinda felt I actually was rooting for the Giants that first year. Then after that it was like yeah, come on. Beat the Cowboys. And, I believe Buffalo you know. is the hometown of the most obscure U.S. president, Millard Fillmore. Millard Fillmore. Okay, very good. A little trivia there. There you go. Uh, presidents. Okay, uh, let's see here. Let's go for our thoughts for the day. <clears throat> Nothing is impossible. The word itself, I'm possible, right, yeah. is how you spell it. Guess who said that? Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Cute little one. Audrey, she's one of my. Uh, uh, she, she, she's one of. She's one of my. She's one of my desert island picks. Your desert island picks. Like yeah, okay. uh, yeah. If you, you have to re- oh, repopulate yeah, yeah, yeah. the universe yeah. <laughs> on a desert island, yeah, yeah, give, give me five in their prime. She, she, she's one of your uh, Audrey Hepburn. Fan- yeah, she's one. Yeah, she's one of your one fantasy of my, players. She's one of my picks. Okay. And the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. Oh, I, oh, I like nice? that. See, we, I like that. Yeah, we're may nice and, may, we're may nice I use that? Yes, yeah. Yes, you may. Oh, great. All right. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective. We're also be, we'll also be asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. We'll see you at NFL Week 2. That's it. Good night, America. So long.